0: Hey friends, it's Fred Greenhalgh, producer here at Realm. A new episode of Ominous Thrill is ready for your ears. It's Advice After Dark. Late night radio host Bella Donna delivers extreme advice to the delighted horror of her audience until a creepy listener forces her to confront the brutal consequences of her show. Here's a preview. Welcome
1: to my live stream, Bella.
2: Say hello
0: to everyone.
2: What do you want?
0: Click the link. Watch
2: along. I'm not clicking links from psychos.
0: You put that trash on the radio every night and I'm the psycho.
2: You sound like you need help. I'm not
0: one of your fake callers. My show is very, very real. Do you want to know what it's called?
2: No, I don't. It's called Belladonna Gets What's Coming. Starring you. What? It's really starring me. But it's all about you. And you'd be surprised how many people want to watch you get what's coming. I called the police. They'll be here any minute.
0: Yeah, well, we should be done before they get here. Find Ominous Thrill, out now, everywhere you listen. Contained herein are the
3: heresies of Radolf Burntwine erstwhile monk turned traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its
0: favored children. The heresies of Radolf Buntwine. Coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.
4: The White Vault, Gos
5: The next one, The next
4: one, Yes, hello. Uh, is English okay?
5: Uh, of course. Uh, how can I help you?
4: Uh, thank you. So, um, I was on this, uh, this flight from Reykjavik to Frankfurt, but the plane was late and we departed late. Uh, the stewardess said it was a hydro- hy- hydraulic problem, but the whole plane, everyone was late to, to arrive and I missed my connected flight. Uh, I'm sh- I'm sure I'm not the only one, but I really need a new flight.
5: Alright, I will see what we can do for you. Uh, first, can I see your boarding pass and passport, please?
4: Uh, yes, of course. Um, here... and here.
5: You just bought these tickets today?
4: Uh, yes, uh, it's an emergency. I need to get to Berlin.
5: Please wait a moment. So, it does say that the previous flight delay was due to a problem with the aircraft, so I will work with you to get you booked on a new flight over to Berlin as soon as possible. But unfortunately, as I just told the last passenger, most of our flights are completely sold out today, and there are a lot of people dealing with similar delays. I
4: I will pay for an upgrade. Uh, If any seat is available, uh, economy, uh, business first, I just need to get to Berlin as quickly as possible, please. This isn't a holiday. I I need to be there.
5: I understand that, ma'am. But we are working to rebook a lot of people from several delayed flights today. The available seats filled up very quickly. But I'll see what I can do. Give me a moment.
4: Please. I know this has affected many people, but I... Can you book me on a different airline?
5: The next flight I can put you on, given your ticket transfer, will be for tonight at
4: 1900. No. Uh, look up other airlines, or anything. It can be more than the previous ticket price. I don't care.
5: Ma'am, there is not much. I am
4: getting to Berlin, not late tonight, now. I said it before, this isn't a holiday, this is an emergency. What is the next flight leaving for Berlin from this airport?
5: Ma'am, there is nothing- Stop. Look
4: it up. Please. You can put me in the cargo hold. I don't care.
5: I'm trying, but there are too many delays today. Unfortunately, the storms over the Atlantic and across Brandenburg have delayed most of the flights. It's really just bad luck, and there's not much we can do about
4: it. I know. I know it's bad luck, and that's the problem. This shouldn't be happening. It's not... Please, just... (laughs) Please, help me here.
5: There's also the train?
4: If and only if there really is nothing until later tonight, I'll consider the train.
5: Please, wait a moment. We have one seat available for noon flight, arriving in Berlin at around 1.30 in the afternoon.
4: I'll take it. Mark it. That's take it now. That's my seat.
5: Uh, this seat is only available in business class, and your ticket is non-transferable for seats outside of economy.
4: I'll buy a whole new ticket. Quickly, how much?
5: It's 365 euro for the one-way business class ticket leaving today at 12.05. Did you have any bags checked on to Berlin from your previous flight?
4: Uh, no, I don't. Just just this. Here. Here's my credit card uh, and my passport again.
5: Ma'am, I have to tell you, There is no way for me to know if this flight will also be delayed. Yes, I know. Okay, then... Okay, here is your credit card and your passport. This will be your new boarding pass and your receipt. The gate will be announced an hour before the flight begins boarding. You have access to the business lounge if you would like.
4: Thank you. Uh, Where is
5: that? Uh, there is an audio and technology shop down the terminal hall. Uh, when you see it, take a ride and go past the cafe. You'll see one of my colleagues at a podium checking boarding passes. Um, Ma'am? Y-
4: yeah, 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 thank you. Um, uh, thank you for your help. Uh, anything else?
5: No, that is all. Thank you for your understanding. bitte.
4: That Disa,
2: do have to ask a your This is Sorry for the confusion. I'm calling you from work. I just wanted to check in. I saw your flight was delayed. Did you get rebooked?
4: Yes. Just now. I'll text you the new flight info. How are the kids?
2: Sarah's concerned, but Gunnar doesn't seem to realize anything strange is happening yet.
4: That's good. Thank you for looking after them. I know it was all very last minute.
2: Never a problem. Any updates
4: on Not yet. The hospital is overwhelmed, but they said if anything took a turn for the worse, they would call me. I gave them your number as well, in case I'm on a flight. It's the um, Alexander St. Hedwig Krankenhaus, a hospital in Berlin.
2: Ah, Something wrong?
4: Uh, oh, there, there's a crack of glass on my phone. It pricked me.
2: None of you. The rest of the family is going to notice that you're gone soon.
4: Let's not pretend like they don't already know. <laughs> they knew the moment I searched the flights.
2: Yes. And I'm meeting Mum for lunch soon. I'll fill her in on everything. Give Arna my love. And good luck.
4: Ah, always.
6: are
2: women, Jean.
3: I know. I can see that. Is it just the two? Did you see anyone else?
6: Just the two. Two women running in the deep woods at night? We're not near a town and they don't look properly dressed for being out here.
3: Yeah, I can see that. Wait,
6: shit. That's my scarf. And my... Jacket, those were the women who came to our camp, hands down.
3: I need to... Iffy, give me the camera. I just need to check.
6: Yeah, sure.
3: iffy They look hurt. If you push through the images fast enough, you can see one of them's limping, and then... There's that.
6: Do you think that's... Blood, or... Something else. It's difficult to see in the dark and so far back. If they were hurt and needed help, wouldn't they have stuck around the camp? Our camp is rare enough. It's back.
3: Do, Do you still think that's the Lynx?
6: Well... I did until you said that.
3: I'm just saying, we can't be sure now.
6: But really? Listen... What do you think? If they needed help, wouldn't they stick around the camp and wait for us to come back?
3: Maybe. They don't look like they're at all prepared to be out here, given that they took some of our stuff.
6: They don't even have packs or food. It looks like... What are they doing out here?
3: Maybe they have a camp around here somewhere.
6: No. I don't think so.
3: You thinking something?
6: Yeah, so... You agree it looks bad? Like they need help?
3: Yeah, I'd say so.
6: What if... (sighs) Hear me out. I think they're running from something. Maybe someone. Maybe when they saw our camp, they took the stuff they really needed, but left really quickly because they didn't know who we were. If they're running from someone, then they might not know... Well, they wouldn't know who we are, so it wouldn't make sense to just hope we're good people. It seems like they were being cautious. At least to me. Right? Maybe.
3: Shit. No, yeah, that sounds like it makes sense.
6: We have to help them, Jean. Please, look at them. They need... Help.
3: We... I'm not saying you're wrong, okay? I I know that. Yeah, we should help. We will help. But just blindly helping them could put us in danger too. They're scared of something or someone. You said it. You saw the dangers, right? We don't know what's happening.
6: I'm still gonna help them.
3: Yeah, I know. Me too.
6: Good. I knew you would.
3: There was never really any other option, was there?
6: (sighs) Alright. No time to waste, then. Uh, get ready. Pack extra food. We don't know the last time they ate. Maybe take some extra clothes and our medical kit, too. I'll bring the extra headlamp. Do we have another or just the one extra?
3: Just the one. And bring the cameras. The Zoom could help us find them. And you never know what we'll see.
6: Yeah, sure. Where's my other snowshoe? Ah, got it. What are you thinking?
3: Where were we when we saw the moose?
6: A bit east of here. um.
3: In what direction were they running, if you had to guess?
6: Hard to tell from the photos, and I don't really remember what direction the moose was. I would say... North or south?
3: They could be heading down to Priest Lake Lake. And it would be a good open space to start looking for them. It's not too far at all. It would take maybe 20 minutes for us to reach the lake if we move quickly. We have snowshoes, they don't, so we should move a fair bit faster than them. And if we get there, we can hide in the blind from last year until we get a better understanding of what's going on. If we're lucky, we can find out what's really happening before we have to make contact. It would be safer that way.
6: Wait, wait, Sheen. I don't think they're headed to Priestley. I, I don't know, maybe they will, but if they don't know the forest at all, then they're probably looking for something to follow, like a path, road, or water. Paths are too hard to find in the snow, some roads too, but if they find the Allagash River and follow it downstream, they could reach Allagash in a few days' time, just like our original plan.
3: But if they go south... Churchill Dam is a lot closer. It might not be a town, but they could call for help.
6: I don't think they would know to do that, Sheen. We need to work off the assumption that they have no idea what to do or where they are. Yeah. Still snowing.
3: Alright, I'm thinking. We may need to split up.
6: Don't worry, I I thought that too. I can head northeast towards Amsaskis Lake, and you can head southeast to Priestley Lake. That should give us the best chance of finding them again. (sighs) Got your radio?
3: Yeah, charged, and set to the same channel as last time. Remember to keep the volume low, and iffy, please try to not get spotted until we know what we're dealing with. If you see anything, radio me. The photography camo should help, but you need to stay calm.
6: I get it. Same to you. Don't go trying to play the hero. Also, maybe try not to scare them.
3: Deal. You take the bear spray. I've got the sapling.
6: Good. Yeah. If we don't find them by sunup, we'll we'll meet here at camp. Then we'll start back to Allagash and give Michael another call.
3: Sounds good. Got your first aid kit?
6: Yep. You?
3: Yeah. Ready?
6: As I can be. Be careful, Jean.
3: You too.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, the lake, <sighs> God damn it, Gene. <sighs> it's Ify. Come in.
3: Yeah, I'm here. <sighs> Did you find something? Uh, Not yet. Just checking in. Did you reach Priestley yet? Yeah. I'm here. Just, just got here. You okay? I took a small tumble and hit my head. Uh, I think it was a loose rock or ice. I hear a buzzing, Ringing.
1: Are, are you bleeding? Did you fall in the lake?
3: No. No. I'm fine. No blood. Avoided the water too. Just a klutz. I'll be more careful.
1: Okay. But if you feel like you have a concussion, just head back to camp. If you feel any confusion, sensitivity to sound or light, or if you feel dizzy, tell me.
3: I'm fine. I think, other than a bruise. Yeah, that's a bruise. Well, the ringing's going away, so I should be fine. Thanks for the concern, as always. Any sight of them? Not yet. Guessing you haven't found anything either? No. Not yet. I just reached the lake though, so I still need to look around. I'll head to the blind on the west shore, see if I see anything, or if I can spot tracks. (laughs) Footprints? Yeah. People tracks.
1: Uh, Alright. Happy hunting. Be careful. Out.
6: You're not what I was looking for, at least not right now, but if you're feeling particularly photogenic, At least I'm, I'm going to try. I'm I'm. I'm Iffy. I'm a nature photographer. You were at our camp earlier and took some of our stuff. No, no it's, it's, it's fine. No, 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 no. I, I don't need it back. Keep it. But we didn't know anyone else was out here, so we were worried about you. We came to make sure you were okay. Okay. We? How many? You need to help us, please. Uh, I, 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 I have a first aid kit in my pack. No, not that. We need to get out of here. But I saw you limping and there was blood left at the campsite. I hurt my leg and the
2: blood's from my lip. It's fine. The leg is more of an issue. The snow is deep and we've had to move pretty slow. It's only getting worse.
6: Maybe that's why we were able to find you. It hurts when she tries to run and we've been lost in this forest for hours. Do you have any food? Yeah, I packed some extra just in case we found you. In my pack, Top Zipper. Here, here, put this on your lip. There's another scarf in my bag, too. You both look like you're freezing. Which direction should we go? Where's the nearest town? To actually reach a town, you'd need to head north. We, that's me and Jean, we're headed that way in the morning. It's honestly a surprise I was able to spot you. We just need to pack up our camp and then we'll all be... Pack up? No! We can't wait. We'll take
2: what you have on you, but we're getting out of here now. The longer we wait, the more likely they'll find us. We can't keep running. You're hurt and we don't even know where to go. What direction
6: is north, Mika? Point! What are you running from? Did you get lost out here from a tourist group or something? A tour? We were kidnapped. These
2: guys kidnapped us a few days ago when we were driving for hours and hours. Days. And then we got put in some dingy shithole RV trailer out here in the woods. The woods we are fucking leaving. My gosh, shh. Shh. Kidnap? Are,
6: Are you serious? Shit. Look, look. My friend Jean has our satellite phone. When we meet up, you can call into the authorities and explain everything. If you've been missing for days, your family's probably put out a missing persons report or something. Is it Mika? Yeah? Mika, we got a weather warning last night that the snow and wind is only going to get worse. Jean and I know how to get to town. We've done it a couple of times, but I really, really have to advise you to come with us instead of going off alone. It's dangerous. If they know you're out here, they'll hurt you too.
2: They're still looking for us. But we haven't seen them for a few hours.
6: And thanks for the boots. I'm I'm glad they fit. We'll see what else we can get you both back at camp. I know you don't know the area, but... Do you have any indication of where you came from or... Or where you were the last time you saw your kidnappers? Oh, um... We came from that way...
2: That way, we saw them in a clearing in the woods. As soon as we saw them, we hid in the snow and waited for them to leave. Then we started heading this way. She's probably right, but we're still just guessing. We got turned around a few times once it got dark.
6: And we heard someone screaming. Oh, we we heard it too. That was a lynx. They can make some really upsetting calls. Okay, let me call Jean, then we'll head back to our camp as quietly as we can. There's an extra headlamp in the pack. One of you can put it on, but don't turn the light on yet. We should try and go back unseen. We found your camp, so they could have found it too. It's not safe to go back there. Uh, that, that's possible, but like I said, the weather's only going to get worse. We just need to pack up the necessary gear and then we can head out. When we get close to camp, you both can hide until I check it out, okay? You, uh, um... Adele. How are your feet, Adele? The footsteps we saw were bare until you took my boots. Really cold, and a bit
2: wet. I lost my shoes when we escaped, and we didn't have time to grab them, but... I'm worried.
6: I can't really feel my toes. hmm Keep the boots on, and once we know we're in the clear, I'll take a look and see if I can help. I'm no doctor, though. Hmm. Jean might know what to do. He's done a few more wilderness first aid courses than me. Let me get him on the radio, and we can tell him to also start back. And Jean, can... Are we able to trust him? I get it. You don't know us, but... Right now, we have the same goal. Avoid the... Wait. How many kidnappers are there?
2: Two. Both men in their, I would say, 40s. Brown hair, beards. Look like real shitheads. Just two.
6: That's good. We outnumber them now. We have a gun, though. Then our plan doesn't change. We stay hidden, get to camp, pack up what we absolutely need, and then we all get out of here. We can call for help on the way north. Sound good?
2: Yeah. Yeah.
6: Okay. Then follow me and try to stay quiet. Jean? It's iffy. Come in.
3: They're
1: teenagers. They say they were kidnapped. They escaped from some trailer out here in the woods and found our camp while running. They didn't stick around because they didn't know if we were working with the kidnappers.
3: Seriously? Okay. Are they hurt? What about the blood we saw?
1: The older one has a hurt leg and a busted lip. The younger one may have some issues with her feet after running barefoot in the snow. They are both very enthused to get the hell out of here.
3: How many kidnappers are there?
1: Two men. Forties, brown hair and beards.
3: Did you plan to go back to camp?
1: That was the plan. Do you have any other ideas?
3: Maybe. Just in case the camp's not safe. I can pack it up, grab what we'll need, and meet you where you are. It should only take me an hour or so, but if they're hurt, would rather they not walk around until we have a chance to look at the injuries.
1: I thought you might have other ideas. Okay. We'll wait here, or... You know blind number four? We're really close by, so we'll meet there.
3: I'll head back and see you soon. Stay safe. You too. Out. Fuck!
1: Hey.
3: It sounds like your girlfriend
0: has something of ours. The White Vault. Gosshawk. Written and created by K.A. Stats Co-created, produced, and directed by Tramis Vengroff With script editing by W.K. Stats Associate producer, Shion Francois Edited with sound design, music, and mixing by Dane Leonardson And executive producers, Carol Vengroff, Michael Viegas, Dennis Greenhill, and A.J. Punkin Starring A.R. Olivieri Lauren Tucker Hildur magnus Marcy Edwards Denise Halfyard Dane Leonardson Florian Zeidler and Raga Gurthman's daughter. For access to bonus episodes, ad-free episodes, and bonus seasons like Artifact, Imperial, Iluka, and Echoes, visit Patreon.com/FoolAndScholar and support this show and its creators. This is a Fool and Scholar production. Thank you for listening.